every week it gets better. It really just gets better. It's how this works. This is how it's supposed to work. Hey man, where and the fuck is yo, Mario Judah? Go to the go to the podcast. And if you can't see me, you can see me now. What's going on, beautiful people? Y'all got to give me two seconds because you know we doing this like, oh, like grassroots. Uh, meaning I got to share this real fast. Well, people don't see it because, wow, that was annoying. What was that? Why did I get an alert? Don't we got that turned off? We're supposed to be a professional podcast. We're professionals. That's why we do this. Oh, that must be the comments or something. I don't know what's happening. Why do you keep doing that in my ear? It's pretty gross. Let's look at what that looks like. We have a new uh, a new thing so we can see the chat. What's going on my, my A1 Day 1 podcast listeners? Because the listeners are amazing. You guys are, are my ride or dies, my Day 1 A1s. And I always appreciate y'all for even putting up with me. Because I'll be doing this to y'all and, and, and I know... I understand. It's it's difficult to uh to comprehend how how fucking hectic this all is. But anyway, I love doing this shit. I really do. Damn, the algorithms on YouTube. I'm still learning YouTube. This is why I didn't want to go to YouTube. I feel like I'm a straight man. I'm a peacock, Captain. You gotta let me fly. You can't hold me back. I want to be able to just express myself. This episode is, is proudly brought to you by klavo.com. Head over to klavo.com. Hit play on some of the songs. Download some of the songs. Um, you know, buy them and tell your friends about them. Let's say you listen to a song of mine. And you go, oh, my God. Not only is he politically forward and, 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 and he's so open-minded to change, but his music is dope as shit. Oh, my God. The content. You see what I'm saying? Just, just head over to klavo.com. And um, let me scooch up. I gotta, I gotta scooch, scooch. <laughs> Head over to klavo.com and, and stream some music. The merch store is down because I'm I'm coming up with some new designs, some new stuff, and we want to do a huge um, unveiling of it. And it's gonna be real limited, so bear with me, cause I, I swear to God I've been promising merch for like ever. Also, the show's brought to you by. Mm, you see that, Popple. You know what Popple is? Popple's a digital. Thank you. Popple's a digital business card. Watch this. So when I want to want somebody to pop me, you know, I'm a real estate. I'm not only a podcaster and an entertainer. I have a regular day job. I call it my real estate gig. And, you know, in a post corona world, we can't really hand out business cards. And that's where Popple comes in handy. Watch. Boom. It's that simple. Look where they go. You see that? Look at that handsome fellow. Say, just pop on me through the screen. Touch your screen. Bloop, bloop. 
You see that? It worked. Bloop, bloop. It's amazing. All right, but check me out. Popple is a phenomenal tool to have, especially as a person that's, that's, you know, an influencer or someone who's out there on the go and needs to get their name out there. And you don't want to hand a business card right now. It's kind of weird, right? So, hey, pop me. Somebody popples you, they get your information, they can hit you up, uh, no matter what your business is. And you guys know I, I'm, I'm so big on ownership and running your own thing. This is what you need. We should be thinking forward. Business cards are so played out anyway. We want to go green, don't we? Let's go green with Popple. Head over to popple.co. That's P-O-P-L dot C-O. And then use Kasabian Lavo at checkout. It's going to save you 20%. Not only am I trying to get you to start a business or to share yourself more, but I want to help you save some money. So let's do it the right way. Head over to popple.co. Use Kasabian Lavo at checkout. Yo, just let them know Lavo sent you. You know what I'm saying? Go save you some money. Popple. Go check it out. Like, it's dope. And it's really fast. Like, I, I honestly... Okay, it's fast. I'm just doing it in slow motion. I'm. What happened? Don't embarrass me on TV. See, it was fast. Bloop, bloop. You guys want to bloop me again? Head over to Pablo.co, Xavier Lavo. Y'all know how to spell the name. It's on the screen down here. See, Xavier Lavo. Why? Head over to uh to check out and use Xavier Lavo to save 20%. It's, it's a good deal because they're not even that expensive and they come in like mad colors. I just really like black because black is beautiful. And they got rainbow ones. They got, you know what? Go to Popple and go look and then come back and let me know which one you like. I'll buy you one. And whoever, I'm, I'm not going to buy you one. I'll buy you one. Hit me up. I'll, I'll holler at you. So like, subscribe. On the YouTube, I'm, I, I'm trying to build this audience up. So if you feel like I'm giving you inner, like I'm just trying to entertain you. I'm just here to entertain. Things are still kind of tough out here, you know, under this whole Biden administration. We're trying to get right. Right. Just I'm, I'm here for y'all. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just hit. Just hit like, subscribe, share it. Tell people about me. Just listen for five minutes. Check me out. Um. And that's why I don't like doing that because I feel like I'm begging for y'all to like like me. Like, please like me. Why don't you love me? <laughs> so on today's episode, um, I got to learn how to clear the chat over here. Because like on my, I have a big screen that has the chat. And it's like mad old um, like stories or, or whatever. Like a conversation from when like we were first going live. So it's weird. That it's right there plastered. And, and I got to read it. And I go, what the fuck was I talking about? Anyway. So. 6 9 this this He just doesn't go away. So there was a, a documentary on Hulu. I opened my Hulu. I said, oh shit. 6 9 here we go. So I hit play. And what is it? It's a documentary on the boy. The rise and fall of 6 9 Takashi 6 9 Who is Takashi 6 9 um, can we be honest? Shit was trash. Um, there was a lot of gaps in the story. Unfortunately, I think his story is actually a really good story. And I think it would make a phenomenal documentary done right. And it should be a miniseries. And if he's smart, he would sell the rights to that for the $13 million that he owes the record label and give it to them because I don't see him ever making money again. Now, if he can go overseas and perform and make money, uh, yes, 100%. He 
he is uh, bigger overseas than he is over here, and with good reason. He was able to build his fan base out there just because of uh, the effects of his music. They don't care about that snitch shit out there, so it's not a thing. You know, they don't live this life. For them, he's their favorite artist that got locked up, and now he's home, and they happy. But the label needs to recoup $13 million. That's a big fucking chunk. So go watch it. Just some information. You might learn some stuff. You can't help but love the fucking kid. You know, like I said the, the whole time, I, I just want to throw my arm around him because I, I can see where it was going. And it, it's it's unfortunate. Is he a bad person? I don't think so. He was looking out for his best interests as most people would. I, I know a lot of people like to talk all that gangster shit. Most of y'all would fold under that pressure. Just stop talking about it. There's no point. But go watch it. It's very entertaining. He's an entertaining fucking kid. You just got to go watch it. Um, I told myself I'd start saying, um, rest in peace to all the rappers that have been getting into these altercations that uh you don't come back from from most of this man yo was it quiet the whole time and they didn't tell us you guys are killing me smalls no dead ass it really was See, podcast folks, y'all really get to listen to the uh to the truth. <laughs> oh, bruh. I think we just went like 10 minutes with no sound on the stream. That's terrible. Alright, well, shit. Here we go. Um, I guess I talked about nothing because y'all would have watched Akashi anyway. Uh damn. It would have been nice to know it was on mute. Or whatever it is. I don't even know why it does that, to tell you the truth. It's some shit that OBS does where when I start switching through my uh through my screens, it cuts it. I'm gonna figure it out. I ain't tripping. Um I wanted to talk about equality and um equal outcome and the differences in between, you know, both and, and why it's something that we need to differ- differentiate and have a grasp of what they're trying to do when they implement these uh different laws and these different uh programs that are meant to help you but you know in in reality will hinder you or cause uh uh, i want to say like a no progression style of help which is not help right like if you wanted help you would uh want progression you don't want to just sit stagnant so um When people say they want equality, uh, I don't understand what they mean because I don't think they understand what they mean, right? Like, equal means that we don't talk about, you know, there's no difference, so you don't talk about it, right? Because if it's equal, you know, one is one. It's equal. There's no, it's it. That's what equal is, right? And to say that there is an issue or there isn't equality in this country for people to make money that's when I find it so discouraging when you hear the the new uh, president and uh, vice president elect talk about programs that will help people um, in minority uh, groups and in, you know, impoverished communities to give them a boost to catch up to white people. Um, one thing I think everyone should understand and always and forever know. The United States has been built on this free market and capitalism that creates a forward motion. It's always moving forward. Unfortunately, they want us to catch up to the white people that have already been going and they're not going to stop. That's how this country works. You're always doing better. If you look back 
um, 20 years ago, in the year 1999, the year 2000, people had TVs in their homes that were ginormous still. If you go back 20 years further, back into the 80s, very few people had more than one TV in their home. Fast forward to now, I think everybody has multiple TVs in their home. That's it. I know it sounds superficial, but I'm just trying to give you a great example. So the, to, to say that you want equality, well, you would have to prove that there is no equality in this country. No matter what your color is, no matter what you've done, you can even be a felon. You can open a business no matter your race, no matter your sex, no matter your, your preference, no matter your gender, nothing, nothing. Um, age may be a requirement. So that's understandable because you have to open bank accounts and you have to be, you know, uh, aware of what your, um, damn, what was the word? Mm, I can't say participating in, but I mean, I don't think children should be doing business anyway, but that's for a whole different discussion. Either way. There, besides the age thing, there's really nothing stopping you from being your own boss, making an unlimited amount of money by providing a service and getting completely away from the government because you can take care of yourself. Like that's what the problem is when they start offering these programs, because the programs, um, they're never there to help you. They might help you in the beginning, which that's great. I think those programs that are available to help people are phenomenal. It's when, the, okay, let's get into the food stamp thing real fast. Uh, food stamps was supposed to be like a short-term program. And at one point, because I'm doing research on food stamps right now, but at one point, food stamps, you had to pay for them. Like you bought them with money and then they gave you credits. Like the stamps equaled food and they would help you get, get food. Like basically your your 50 cents cost you a dollar. Like, excuse me. When you pay, 50 cent got you a dollar in food stamps. So 50 cents we'll give you a dollar and there was other ones that were blue ones and orange ones it's very diluted in the government's breakdown of how the program worked but you know that started off as a program where you bought these credits called food stamps now do some people need help 100% is that ha does that have anything to do with equality not at all not at all cuz we all qualify for help when we need it the issue is when you think that you're owed that help or that you deserve the next step. You see the equal outcome. Now, if I work 20 hours a day and you work five hours a day, depending on how much you make, you, them five hours might be worth my 20. But nine times out of 10, it ain't. It's very hard to say that. If I bust my ass 20 hours a day every fucking day, doing multiple things that create multiple streams of income and you're complacent doing one thing. And that one thing only generates X amount of dollars. Let's say $30,000 off of one thing. And I just, excuse me. And I generate 1.2 million. We both worked for a year. You chose your hours. I chose my hours. We're both business people because equally we can start our business. So it's my business against your business and your practices, right? Now, I'm giving this example to, uh, to explain equal outcome. So if in a year I put in hundreds of hours, I worked multiple angles, more than one business because I'm working for myself. So I need to do things that will keep me afloat. I'm not going to take it easy. I'm going to go hard. And let's say you go hard, too, and you fail. And that's OK. Let's say I go hard. Let's say I put in 20 hours a day for the whole fucking year and, and 
we don't really create any headway. Now, whatever the case is, what we have to understand is that what's equal is that we're able to do this. What's not going to be equal is what happens at the end. Just like I said, how about I put in the, the, the 20 hours a day for you know, seven, eight months and my business fails, which I've had multiple businesses fail. It happens. You put in so much time and you bust your ass and it fails. Now, am I supposed to say, please, somebody give me money? No, that's not how that works. Now, let's say the other business is being ran uh, more efficient than mine was. They were only putting in four or five hours a day, but those four or five hours a day were making them 10 times more money than I was making. At the end of the year, they cleared more money than me. What's the difference? Like the equality was there. Yes or no? Um, Well, yes or yes. Like it was equal. We both had the opportunity because that's what this country gives us is opportunity. But at the end of it, that shit's a variable. In one scenario, I could be up. In one scenario, I could be down. In one scenario, the other owner could be up. We can both be up. We can both be down. You can't have equal outcome. It's not how that works. I mean, you can't never justify how hard someone works because uh, what's harder for one person might be easy for another. And monetarily speaking or or value-wise, it may be the same amount on paper. You understand what I'm saying? Like for somebody to build something, let's say building a desk is what you do, right? And you've been building desks forever and you have a knack for it and you're very fast. You can build 20 desks in half an hour, but the job calls for 20 desks in eight hours. You're not going to get paid more. If the, all they want was that done in the eight hours, because, you know, let's say production is slow. Let's say you can't overproduce. Overproducing is a problem. I mean, these are all business terms and, and not business terms, excuse me. These are all business scenarios that a lot of people just don't care about and won't understand. And that's going to be a, a big part of your downfall. Like you can't expect the outcome to be different when you do the same thing that other people are doing. Like you should never take advice, uh, money advice from a broke person. You should never take health advice from an unhealthy person. You know, it's just common sense, right? You know, something that they say we don't have, but. When you hear about programs that are supposed to boost you and put you in this position and that position, I wonder, well, how does that happen? What are you changing? What's the difference? Are we learning more? Because I think our biggest weakness that would cause us to have any dis or unequality would be that our educational system hasn't evolved with what's going on right now in the world. Not only in the world, what's going on in our communities like It's not the 19 fucking 50s anymore. It's the year 2020. We obviously have different ways of communicating and different ways of maneuvering things. And we still teach the same way. We still get upset at kids that can't comprehend these little letters that we put in books and all these numbers that we throw at them. And then we get mad at them or frustrated with them because they're not comprehending this shit in a world where they could barely they would barely need it in all reality. Let's just be honest. They would honestly barely need Half the shit that gets taught in school. I want to change the screen and see if the little sound thing cuts out. Boom. It didn't. Awesome. If education was adjusted to do what it's supposed to do, which is help you get a job, because I don't know what the fuck else school would be for if it's not help you get a job, right? So if school actually did its job, I think that discussion of equal outcome will get kicked the fuck out of the way. Because the only reason anybody would want equal outcome is just laziness. 
I mean, as we approach Thanksgiving, they've tried to erase Thanksgiving because they've made it this fucking genocide and this racist war that never happened. When those English folks came here and met the natives, they had colds. Most of the people that got killed or died was because of a fucking cold. It was germs, you know, and what they brought here was the whole idea that they wanted to create this republic. Like they had this great idea of giving the people the power, right? I mean, we've gotten into this, but for Thanksgiving, the reason why Thanksgiving was such a beautiful thing and how it all worked out was that, you know, they started their own little capitalistic neighborhood, right? What are you good at? Oh, I'm good at growing X. What are you good at? Oh, I got some cows and shit. I'm good at, you know, keeping the cows and, 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 um, herding cows or whatever the case is. What are you good at? Oh, I'm good at building shit. What are you good at? You see how that works? Now we create a community. Instead of everybody depending on just one person or one thing to take care of everybody, you know, now you earn your keep. And it's not even um, it's not even hard to imagine a scenario that way because we live in that life right now. And this goes right back to equal outcome and, and equality. Unfortunately, what was happening was that there would be one person that could do all the shit real good and there would be somebody that just was like yo why do i gotta do anything if he's doing that and they would take advantage of the system see that's when the pilgrims were the ones that came in and had to change that because that's how things were going when they got here you know the few that knew how to do shit basically supported everybody and they were like hey man uh they don't need to be complete experts to get this shit right we just need them to get their hands on this shit you know what i'm saying like he don't need to know exactly how to build a fucking house but we can teach him they didn't know that they didn't see that right so they were taught that and that's what happened that's where the whole thanksgiving you know story stems from that they all came together as a community everybody did what they were good at one person built the table one person made the cloth uh a certain farmer had this that cornucopia of um food and 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 i mean the ambiance to everything all came about because of a group of people that came together that um shared their talents instead of taking advantage of one certain group of people that did everything and i mean debate me if you want but that sounds like a fucking phenomenal fucking story to tell and i think it's something we should keep going forever and ever and ever i really don't see the purpose in shutting that down what does it hurt i don't don't comprehend like who who how do you make that a bad thing it's like how do you make black lives matters a bad thing like that's insane right that statement is foolproof you cannot fucking fuck that up black lives matter yes they do well then why doesn't thanksgiving and the story behind it like they've they've tried to destroy our holidays bro every time a holiday comes up it's some fucking racist story behind it and some crazy ass fucking like satanic fucking bullshit tied to it oh christmas was about fucking hanging babies in trees and thanksgiving they came and they killed all the indians and this and that and da-da-da. yo what bro i love christmas because it makes me feel fucking amazing it makes me happy and it makes me warm I love Christmas. It's fucking awesome. I love Halloween. That's cool. Fourth uh, of July is my favorite fucking holiday. It's my summer Christmas. It's amazing. But I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. The idea of Christmas and Thanksgiving is a beautiful thing. And they want to take us from that. And that frustrates me. So to tie all the fucking equality and equal outcome thing. If you did live in a society where we just depended on 
a certain class of people to take care of us, we would be at their mercy. And that's what happens when you ask for equal outcome. But you won't get equal outcome. What happens is when you have one person or a group of people that get to choose how you move, you see like the, um, what is that, that livable wage bullshit, the $15 an hour? Like how is that a livable wage? For who? Who came up with that number and said, yeah, that's the one? And then who spoke to the businesses and asked them if their business, excuse me, deemed $15 an hour worth of uh, labor? Excuse me. Damn, I'm gassy than a bitch. You see, it's hard to have government and have these people, these entities decide how you live. Because if you leave it to them, you're just going to get the scraps of the scraps. You see, in a free market, you can you compete. So you're going to get the best of the best. You know, you're not going to buy the shitty water. You're going to buy the water that's most affordable and quality. Right. And that's because of competition. That's that's our free market. That's capitalism. When you take that away and somebody's controlling how you make things and how you get things, you just expect the worst of the worst. We live in a country that has equality. We really do. You can do anything. There's nothing out there that says you can't. There's no law in this country that says you can't start a business. That's not a thing. That's a fact. Anybody can start one and you can live your life and be free of the government. You want to stop dealing with the government and dealing with stupid ass conversations about shit that make no sense. Start your own business, make your own money, pay your taxes, and then become completely independent of the system. Because when you stop complaining about the system and you become your owner, things change. There is no equal outcome. You cannot have equal outcome. I can shoot a basketball 100 times. LeBron James can shoot that same basketball 100 times. It's going to look a lot different. Equally, we can shoot the ball. And probably even that's not equal. But for the sake of the conversation, yes, I can shoot a basketball. We can equally shoot the basketball. What happens afterwards? Well, that's determined on skill. That's determined on uh, talent. That's determined on um, uh, the, the work ethic that was put into uh, building all that talent and skill. You see what I'm saying? I can make an egg. So does Gordon Ramsay. The shit might not look the same at the end on the plate. It's just that simple. Now, is that to say that I can't get as good as I'm not going to say LeBron, but is that to say that a person can't be a good player or can't be a significant um, uh, talent? Because maybe you're maybe you don't make it to the NBA. Maybe you just get good enough to play well. I mean, anything is possible. But then those are, you know, humanly humanly limits that you have to be able to accept, you know, your DNA. Are you tall? Are you short? Are you strong? Are you weak? Things of that nature that, you know, things that you'll you'll learn as you get older your DNA and how you're broken down is the fuck. That's it. There's no change in that. Yeah. There's a few things you can do, but there's no change in that. At the end of this, just understand that we do have equality. This is probably one of the most liberating fucking countries in the world. I know. I know it seems crazy. Saving. What are you saying? What am I saying? I'm saying that you can do whatever the fuck you want here. Anything. You can go out and start a business right now. Be independent. Be free. Fuck waking up and working for anybody. Now, I'm not mad at you if you work for somebody. What I'm saying is that you can't complain about certain issues if you're not involved. 
right? Like, what's the point of complaining about taxes when you're not even in a bracket that's going to fucking make a splash? Stop worrying about the next man's pockets. You can change that. You have the opportunity. It's right there. That's where the equality is. Because you go, who the fuck does this person think they are that owns this place? You could be that person that owns a place. You got to take a risk. You got to go learn. Our biggest weakness is, is, is not monetary. It's education. We don't have these conversations about shit like this. We can't play victim. We just got to know what's going on. It's not about being victim or, or being complacent either. It's I mean, there's so much to it. Again, you can be a worker and live just fine. I mean, if you believe in somebody's dream and you want to rock with them, please, by all means, workers are going to always be needed. But workers, to me, are more like a seasonal thing, right? When you start in your career, you start at the bottom and you move your way up. That's just life. You start in the hood, you go to the burbs, and hopefully before it's all over, you end up in something big as fuck with a view of the whole city. That's just life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's how we're supposed to live. Kiki Call, excuse me, Kiki Palmer had a tweet about food stamps and was saying that we should make food stamps only buy healthy foods. Now, that led me into digging into food stamps because I wanted to learn more about food stamps before I spoke on them because economically I understand why that doesn't work. What I didn't understand was why is the program around? How does it work? And, and what was the purpose of it? Because economically, the program is to help farmers. It's not to help you or whoever is a recipient of food stamps. OK. Welfare, if you really look at welfare, has been for the rich for a long time. Welfare isn't for the poor. It doesn't really benefit you. If I'm a home owner and I put my home up for Section 8 rent, I'm going to get my mortgage paid every fucking month. On the first. Who is that really helping? Me. Food stamps was always a push. Well, not always because, like I said, I'm learning about food stamps. But from what I knew, because in, in my lifetime, food stamps were being pushed by farmers because they wanted. Um, we were dealing in the global market and we were losing. So farmers were hurting and they were asking, hey, you've got to subsidize these prices to bring shit down because we can't afford to continue operating at this negative. So when you think food stamps are supposed to be helping you, they're really not. They're only helping the farmers. And you have to blame the government for causing these these deficits by creating these shitty trade deals. Like we're trading our best A1 shit with other countries that are giving us C and D quality foods. This has been happening. And I know it's been changing, but I don't know to what extent. And I would like to look into it before I speak on it anymore. But those trades that that Trump changed has really helped our food. Food is it looks way better. Things have changed. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. We waste a lot of water. We waste a lot of uh, resources on food and growth. And all because of trade deals and us selling shit. <coughs> it's not Corona. It's because I smoke. And us selling shit to other countries because of these trade deals that are more beneficial for them than they are for us. And it's it's crazy. Um, sugarcane. If Puerto Rico and 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 in the Bahamas and shit, they still were doing sugarcane. Them islands will be standing up strong. Um, the whole soybean thing is crazy. Uh, almonds. If you knew how much water it took to grow almonds, and, and it's so wasteful. They're so wasteful. They're really not that good for us. But what do I know? I'm just trying to explain uh, this whole food stamp system. The reason why you can't just make food stamps help 
uh, or make food stamps buy healthy foods is because there's a free market involved. And if healthy foods are the only thing that's selling because of food stamps, then people that make unhealthy foods, you know, according to the USDA, wouldn't make any money. So food stamps have to be for all foods that are nutritious. Anything that has a nutrition label on is considered food. You can buy that food. You can't buy cooked food, but you can buy frozen foods. You can buy fresh foods. You can buy bag of chips, sodas, junk, shit like that. Now, I heard somebody say uh, you can't tell people what to do with their money. When you have food stamps, it's not your money. So take that out of your mind. Two, if you don't understand the economics behind it, you can't explain it better. So, yes, it's a great idea. I've said it myself. How come they don't make us buy good foods? Like, this shit is trash, right? Well, there's a reason why chips have gone up in price sodas have gone up in price meats milk this that and the third as a business person when you're guaranteed money you don't say no you start producing and producing and you start raising prices that's just how the game goes they knew exactly how much money was in the market when the government says we're passing a 12 billion dollar bill for the farmers for snap ebt and wick then farmers go, shit, we got to divvy up $12 billion. We straight. We just got to make X amount and let's bump up the price so that the government's going to have to give people more money so that people spend more. Now, if you're not on food stamps and prices have gone up on food, this is why. Because we've had an exorbitant amount of people on food stamps and those prices have been skyrocketing. Now, prices have come down on certain things because we've had these different trade deals, right? Unfortunately, the people that are not on food stamps are the ones that hurt more. And if we let these farmers fucking suffer some, they would drop the prices so they can make more money. You see, and that's just how the market works, right? It's an up and down game. But you can't charge, you know, $10 for this fucking jug of milk. Nobody's buying it. It's going to go bad. You got to drop the price. Y'all got to do something. Y'all charging too much. So they would adjust the price. No, they can sell the fucking jug of milk for $10 because they know there's $12 billion right now floating around of food stamp money. It fucks up the market. We have a free market. Now, from what I'm learning on food stamps, it, it used to buy them. So you would buy them with cash and it would give you these, these stamps, these basically, you know, money stamps. Uh, and they were for food. One was for food and then one was for perishable food or not perishable, excuse me surplus foods so basically farmers had too much food and they were trying to figure out how to get you know the food to the people um but there was no work so people couldn't buy the food so the government stepped in and said okay look we're having a huge waste we'd rather get people to eat we'll help the farmers and we'll help the people that program lasted for a couple years and then it stopped that was how food stamps was started the reason why it stopped is because we didn't food stamps anymore at that point in time they had uh, jobs were back and the economy had recovered so people were able to take care of themselves now it disappeared it came back disappeared it came back became permanent in the 60s are food stamps a good thing i think when somebody needs them yeah by all means please let give them food stamps help them should it be permanent no no i, I think there's better ways for us to accommodate families with food and where the burden doesn't lie on everyone. Because like I said, even though the the people that have food stamps can now purchase food, that food is more expensive. Now the, the average person that doesn't have food stamps has to spend more out of pocket because of all the food stamps that are out there. So it starts to create a fucking rift, right? Because you're getting food. 
on your food stamp card and you don't even you don't see what the difference is in prices a regular person that's going to work and and notices that their bills going up at the grocery store and their baskets getting you know lesser and lesser every fucking time they go it starts to hurt your pocket you start to move different so although it's a great incentive to say we should have food stamps just buy healthy foods um first and foremost our government our usda they don't even know what the fuck healthy foods are they're still learning food so they don't know shit it's hard to trust them uh second you have to understand the economics although it's a good sentiment economically speaking it's a terrible thing to do and it affects the whole market in in a terrible terrible way because it just you know the the people that are doing okay let's say you make five dollars too much to qualify for food stamps right because there's a there's a qualification but you spend more money on food because you don't have food stamps because of the people on food stamps let that sink in so the person that doesn't qualify because they make a little bit too much is going to spend more money a month due to all the people that are on stamps that's just how that works um our pope is nasty super duper nasty they caught the pope liking uh chicks in bikinis i think it's awesome but i had to be like pretend to be mad i just think it's fucking great that the pope is a a nasty old man he likes pretty girls but that's cool i mean do your thing i just thought that shit was a little weird that he has an instagram he shouldn't even have one he's a scientist too so he's a different pope right like he wasn't a regular regular pope but he's a nasty old man he out there liking all type of pictures on the gram. You're going to start putting money bags and shit under the gram or under the girl's pictures. It's going to be a wreck. You're going to put little cookies, the ostia. You're going to put little ostias under the picture. I feel like this episode was a little darker than I wanted it to be. Um, What the fuck is going on in New York? I heard now there's a tax, a fine. If you don't wear masks, it's $50. Where is all the COVID fines going? Has anybody found that out? Like, where does the COVID money go? Is there like a, uh, is there some type of a, um, I don't know, what, what does it go to the vaccine? Does it go to the hospitals that need it? Like, where's the, where's the money going? Like these, there's OSHA, there's the states, there's all these people fining. I mean, people are losing their business licenses. Where the fuck does this money go? And who decides where that money goes? And what is it like? What is it? What's the purpose? What's the purpose? You know, living in a city that is literally putting the stadium of the, the Allegiant Stadium, the Raiders Stadium, that burden on our tourism through taxes on our hotel rooms. The, a stadium they could have paid for, but refused to put money into the school system is what we're dealing with. They told us that they were going to take weed money and the taxes from the weed were supposed to help the schools. I don't trust you with my money. I want less government. Like, I don't want more people in my fucking pocket. If I live in a neighborhood that has homes that are 400000 and up, and we pay X amount of dollars in taxes, we should have amazing, phenomenal roads. Why don't we? I can't trust you people. There's $26 million deficit in schools. Why? Where's the money for these schools? Who is taking? Yo, why? Okay, if $15 is a living wage and everybody in politics should take a living wage, that's what they should be paid, a living fucking wage, because they fighting for you to have a living wage. Fuck them. That money needs to go to the schools for these kids, man. 
Where is this COVID money going? The Raiders were fined like $500,000. Where's that fucking money going? And so who? Who's putting that money in their pockets and who's allowing this shit? I have a real fucking problem with, with you're going to fine people for wearing a mask. What? Or for, excuse me, for not wearing a mask. I, what is this? What, what are we doing? They start, it's overreach. You, you, I mean, I can't even believe that they're allowed to do this shit. I really can't. Well, was that it? Yeah. Uh, I got to keep reading on this food stamp thing. I'm really uh, learning what's going on with it. Uh, not really what's going on with it. Excuse me. Let me let me reword that. I was busy over here. But what I'm I'm just trying to understand where the program where the program came from and what was the purpose of it. What what is the food stamp program uh, built on? That's all. I'm just curious to know everything i want to know it all unfortunately the government doesn't give you the economic standpoint of it they just give you the government standpoint of it so it's very wishy-washy but i will find out and i will come back and give y'all a whole show on on just that uh my name is Sabian lavo don't live in the past live in the moment one and then this is that awkward time where i have to stop <laughs> all right y'all appreciate y'all for listening y'all know i do this for y'all um I'm supposed to introduce the episode. It's episode 128. (laughs) Somebody remind me.